Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> is under the bleachers we're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens or tv <laughs> this week uh the gossip girl reboot on hbo max uh but first i wanted to report from uh the wichita kansas and surrounding area the uh, the area that my husband nate was a teen growing up in we're here for family stuff and i got to visit um, Nate's high school and many other teen uh, settings in his tiny town, including the Dairy Queen, um, where, okay, Jane, tell me if this is like the correct impression, but when I go to Dairy Queen lately, they don't do the upside down thing where they hold your blizzard upside down. I have been to Dairy, okay, I've never been to Dairy Queen. I got it delivered what? to me once during the pandemic, um, which is pathetic. I was alone and I got two blizzards delivered to me. The DoorDash driver has to turn it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really, honestly, very disappointing. And so I wanted yeah. to hear how you felt about your DQ. Also, do you need to judge Issa for getting M&M blizzard? Okay. <laughs> but anyway, were they M&M good? Blizzard. Um, I really liked the drive-through window. It was very efficient. It we we felt like we were the least efficient part of it. And then a teen handed us all four of our Dairy Queen orders through the window, e- turning each one individually <laughs> upside down. <laughs> That's service. Like we, we <laughs> it like took him so long to just give us the ice cream <laughs> because each one had to be flipped, righted, and then given to us. Ridiculous. Nate's brother and was how like, they I'm taste? just enjoying the show. Um, they were good. I it was a pretty like compared to other Dairy Queen orders I had had, it was good. We also we went to the high school and I suggested we get out and take a picture under the bleachers, but it was like literally a hundred degrees. So I was like, Oh, oh yeah. No. Also a lot of teens here look like um Paul Dano. You know what I'm oh, yeah. The guy oh, yeah. from Ruby Sparks. Mm-hmm. Yes. I saw like four people yesterday who could have been Paul Dano. And I was like, Midwest look? I don't know. <laughs> a very Future different directors. Look, a very different look from the teens in this uh, week's episode, um, <laughs> which we are very excited to have like an, a Gossip Girl expert on. Do you want to introduce her, Jane? Yes. Maya Kossoff. You know what? I realize I never ask you about your last name. Did I get you, it right? You nailed it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Maya is a writer and editor based in Brooklyn, New York, roughly a mile from the Gossip Girl reboot's unofficial Dumbo headquarters. She has worked for Vanity Fair and the New York Times, and her writing has also appeared in New York Magazine, Vogue, and the Columbia Journalism Review. Hello. Hi, thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to be talking about my favorite thing to talk about, which is Gossip Girl. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. This is Yes, this we're is so dope. excited. <laughs> um, Maya, do you want to talk about your Gossip Girl uh, investigations during COVID? <laughs> yeah, I I uh, was re-watching Gossip Girl during COVID and I learned that a lot of my peers were also re-watching Gossip Girl or watching it for the first time during COVID. Um, I think in part because uh, it was leaving Netflix at the end of last year. So there was kind of like um, 
a bit of like a time element to it. But then also I think that there was uh, kind of more broadly like a sense of like nostalgia or regression that people were experiencing for months and perhaps something in the show, uh, in the original, uh, you know, version of Gossip Girl, um, you know, maybe that did it for them. But uh, I talked to a dozen, two dozen people who who were all kind of going through the same um, experience of rewatching it. So I wrote a piece um, for the now defunct uh, medium website, Jen, about that. Um, I also <laughs> read Cecily von Ziegasar's um, new book for adults, um, Cobble Hill, oh, that Cobble came out Hill. at the end of last year. Um, and I reviewed that. It was the worst book I read all of last year. And really, to me, indicated that um, <laughs> Cecily von Ziegasar heavily relied on uh, ghostwriters for the Gossip Girl books. Not that they're, like, stunning quality of, of writing, but, like, the writing in Cobble Hill was, like, did anybody edit this? Mm. So um, those things kind of happened around the same time. My Gossip Girl rewatch and my my reading of Cobble Hill were sort of both happening like in the fall winter of last year. So um, I've had Gossip Girl on the brain for some time. The Cobble Incredible. Hill review, the Cobble Hill review made me really sad because I do think it's like a, it's like a ripe like area for that specific type of Gossip Girl book. And it does make me sad that like she did it and it sucks. Jane, Jane mm. weigh in. Do you think there were ghostwriters? <laughs> That's an amazing question that me as an, a high schooler reading Gossip Girl would have never considered. <laughs> I thought Gossip Girl was incredible, the books, because they were all, and this is something the show lacks, which is the books were super druggy and sexy, yeah. and there yeah. was just naked parties, and, and that's why it was so fun to read. And then the original Gossip Girl is really fun, but for a completely uh, different reason. Yeah. But no, and they, never they don't pull back on like, they don't pull back on Chuck Bass being like an actual like evil person in the book. Yeah. I remember. I've only read the first one, but yeah. Although he yeah. was a rapist in the show and is fully Yeah, forgiven. they just sort of yeah. try to make him a little quirkier about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have like a full like character redemption arc for him yeah. throughout the show. Like they the, the entire purpose of Gossip Girl, the TV show, is to launder his um <laughs> his misdeeds in the pilot episode. So <laughs> uh, can we talk about um what what it was like when we all first watched Gossip Girl. Like, I remember, actually, speaking of which, the first time I watched it um, in high school was because people were talking about Chuck Bass and people were, like, very attracted to him when we were teens. And I thought, like, now I'm looking back and I'm like, why? <laughs> I was such a Nate girl. <laughs> Nate, for me, was, was so beautiful. So I didn't get the Chuck Bass thing. Mm-mm. Maya, I was, were you yeah, attracted I was like, to very Chuck typically, Bass? <laughs> I was a very, like, Dan Humphrey girl. Oh, mm-hmm. very, yeah. Very, like, yeah. That's annoyingly. better choice. Definitely same. I, I read all the books. I devoured them in middle school and high school. But I didn't watch Gossip Girl until, like, a few years ago. I think the first time I, I turned it on was in, like, 2015 or 2016 so um I don't have the experience of having seen it in high school but I I think that part of it was like I didn't want to ruin the books with a TV series uh because I did really love the books and um it took it took until my early 20s to end up actually seeing the TV series yeah that's wild I mean great like then you (laughs) then you just like are smarter than them I I remember (laughs) I had um, a like cooler girl than me in my life who really, really loved watching it and really, really loved Blair. And I was like, Blair is so like, I just didn't understand like the humor, I think at that age. And I was like, Blair sucks. I was like, I would be like 
Vanessa or like Jenny and like Blair sucks and we should be against these people. And now like, you know, Blair Blair is like, or Layden Meester is like one of the funniest actors on there. Like I, I love her performance when I go back and rewatch it. But um, but I, I watched it because of a cooler girl. Jane, mm-hmm. what about you? Gossip Girl is one of those shows where I know I've watched it, but I couldn't tell you a single thing <laughs> about when, why, where I watched it. I, I don't, I don't remember. I've also done some rewatching, but never could follow mm. through. I definitely did not finish the series. I didn't which, finish it, yeah. which is saying a lot for me, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I have pretty low standards. <laughs> um, I I was you know sort of dreading the reboot coming out just because I knew nothing could replace it, but I I did appreciate like um, some of the stills that they put out, and I know so. The the reboot was created for HBO Max. It was supposed to come out. Um, I think it was supposed to come out a little earlier, and it was supposed to be just a firm continuation in the same universe of the original story. Um, we'll see later on that they sort of like tried to slip COVID into the plot. Yeah, um, <laughs> which I did not know. It is executive produced by the original series co-creators Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage. And um, Joshua Safran was, like, the original series executive producer, and he's, like, the showrunner as well now. Also, what I didn't know is that the first two episodes are directed by Karina Evans, who is that cool director who did the all of, like, Drake's best videos, music videos, like, Nice For What. With, like, oh. Yeah. Mm, with, like, all the women. <laughs> and, like, In My Feelings and stuff like that. So she just, like... She's like very hot right now. Like I, I totally didn't know that. Um, I got I, I did become like enraged because the showrunner um had tweeted in like May of this year that there would be like no slut shaming and no cat Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's the point? Ugh, that, like, yeah. I was like, you you clearly don't understand. And like so I I just truly did not look forward to seeing what he would think would take its place um but the other the other thing i didn't know about like the people attached to this show is that the woman who plays um is her name kate the teacher the blonde teacher Mm -hmm. she is actually there's like a level of meta where she was like a blogger from a young age Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, Tavi yeah. Gevinson is like, I actually like didn't know that Tavi was an actress. And mm-hmm. after seeing three episodes, I don't think Tavi's an actress. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I don't think that we need to hear her voice specifically. It's, and I yes. know we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to judge women for their voices, but sorry, uh, I don't want to yeah, hear her talk. Yeah, but that's immediately what I did. I was like, this is the most <laughs> grating person in this show. <laughs> I completely understand why they cast her because like teen wonderkin blogger turned influencer is like a good person to having gossip girl in theory for sure Um, I think it fits with like the very like 2000s gossip girl sort of like web 2.0 thing but I in in practice it's like not a good fit yeah my relationship with Tavi is that my mom told me to watch her (laughs) TED talk and I never did And I my never favorite, will. My I favorite Tavi fact is uh, she, a few years ago, there was uh, someone, I think it was like The Cut maybe or BuzzFeed, did a story investigating whether Tavi was like getting free rent in this like big luxury building in, in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, um, in exchange <laughs> for like posting SpawnCon about the building. Oh. And she would like tag every single Instagram post on her grid 
that was like in her apartment with like a hashtag related to the building. It was like 300 Ashland partners, I believe is what it was. Um, and that is like the thing that I enduringly know about her is like, I mean, <laughs> getting free rent for a living in like an influencer building in, in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, she has to because the alternative is that she's doing all that and not getting free rent. <laughs> like, <laughs> I true. really hope she was. Yeah. <laughs> Jane, should we should we jump right in? Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's the start of a new year at expensive private school Constance Billard. Influencer Julian gets ready in her palatial home while Zoya, her seemingly estranged half-sister, lives in a modest apartment and only moved to the city because of a scholarship. At school, we meet Obi, a social justice warrior who is dating Julian, Max, a bisexual slash generally sexual person who likes drugs, and the rest of Julian's crew. They ask Julian about Zoya, and she says their fathers hate each other. Meanwhile, teacher Kate is tired of getting bullied by her students when another teacher introduces them to Gossip Girl, saying it kept students of the previous generation in line. Kate reboots Gossip Girl on Twitter. Oh, I here's my first complaint about this. Um, no one knew about Gossip Girl, like yeah. this infamous vlog from a decade ago. The teachers had to be told about it. I, I, I don't believe it. I don't know. It would be right it would be bat. like the most famous. It would be like a point of pride for like. The yeah, it would be like school. Constance Billard. We had Gossip Girl. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we need to state that the premise of this reboot is preposterous. It is <laughs> absolutely absurd that the teachers are like the students are mean to me. So Gossip Girl. First of all, Gossip Girl didn't keep students in line. Famously, no. the students were wild, and that's why it was fun. So that whole aspect is Mm-mm. cuckoo, and I would argue that no one cares at all about the teachers, and Mm-mm. I don't understand why they did that. It also takes away the fun of wondering who Gossip Girl is. Yeah, I also yeah. think that like the the teachers become like, and I think we'll probably talk about this more soon, but like the it's particularly Kate Tavi's character takes like a really sociopathically vested interest in, in like stalking her students. <laughs> and yeah. it just like, it's not like fun to watch. Like it's not like good TV. It's also weird for me. It was weird too. Cause the teachers are supposed to be around like late, late twenties, early thirties. And so they seem really uh, like not internet and social media savvy and also mm-hmm. not savvy about like why gossip girl was good. Yeah, <laughs> which, is, which is like that it didn't keep people in line. So like it, it was almost like they wanted to make them old at heart, but like mm. hot. Yes, exactly. The 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 dialogue I think is very uh, cringy sometimes oh, when we're talking yeah. about the internet. Like uh, being like Twitter. Does anybody under thirty use Twitter? It's uh-huh. like just a fundamental. And <laughs> the writers for the show aren't old people. They're like our age so I don't really it's not like the writers are out of touch I just don't understand why they wrote it so the 20 and 30 something teachers seem like they're like 50 or 60 instead yeah there's a lot of kind of um keyword checking and like Mm -hmm. throwing and and sort of just like I don't know if it's like a log line but just like sentences that I feel like they were like we need to get this in there somewhere and, and that's really painful both about kind of pop culture and then about social justice stuff which I truly I truly, I mean, I have a note for the first part. Oh no, I hate this. And I will say that I, I will say that I got used to the show and did end up watching three episodes. So like I was able to get past it yes. enough, but the social justice stuff 
really does not work for me it it Mm -mm. makes me queasy and it also um i also like with the teacher stuff like don't understand if that means that we'll get less parent drama stuff and i actually really loved like all the upper generation drama in original gossip girl like all the parents are hot and they're like fun to follow so i don't know why they gave us instead like annoying (laughs) i mean i felt like are they trying to say, like, this is you now? Like, millennials, like, watching this? Is that supposed to be, like, are the annoying teacher Like, Tavia is supposed to be, like, us? Which, like, really insults me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say that the longer you watch, the more parent drama you get. So okay, I don't good. think it's lacking in that. They did give the parents some dimensionality. So it is kind of like the original Gossip Girl in that way. I also really like the, the parent-child stuff and why I think it's important, especially for when you're dealing with really, really rich people, is seeing the expectations of the parents and the kids and I feel like one thing this show does lack is sort of and maybe I'm just making this up but I when I think of the original Gossip Girl I think of the kids being told to wear like a gown and going (laughs) to some event and then drinking while the pair their parents are right there and then like going to have sex in a closet at this I don't know that's what I think of (laughs) when I think of Gossip Girl and so I do think it lacks a little of that too Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think from what I've seen in the first several episodes, there's more of like a typical parent child dynamic, yeah. like lots of like you're grounded, give me your phone, mm-hmm. um, which no, feels very not- like two feels very like 2000s, like, uh, like middle class, like American family. Yeah. Um, like I don't know it's like not that's like not interesting to me. It's not what we want. We don't want a woke gossip girl no. no one no one asked for a woke gossip girl no i want to watch rich people like this is why it's fun and right. i feel like they just miss that entirely yeah i think along those same lines it's like not bitchy enough like <laughs> like uh the julian's like two like henchwomen the two Ugh. girls who are like her sidekicks are like supposed to be like the mean girls Mm -hmm. and but like no one is really mean enough in the way that they are in the original gossip girl it's like that they know that there's a boundary and they can't cross it um whereas i feel like original gossip girl lacked all of that and threw caution to the wind and was like no like do the craziest most fucked up thing you can think of and literally be evil which was more accurate and so like exactly how people could be to each other Mm -hmm. and julian (laughs) herself julian herself is like a pretty ambiguous character yeah i would love for her to be mean but she's so confused about her relationship with her sister and so it me it makes me sort of just not care about her and i i basically didn't get much of an impression from her for all three episodes Mm -mm. yeah i i would say okay so yeah this first episode i was like they're trying to make her have this supposed history of like being nicer than she is but she seems like fine now she's just like an influencer <laughs> I, I think the thing that confuses me is is that like you hear about all of these like accolades that she has and all of these things that she's done and how famous she is but like you don't get that famous without having a personality <laughs> and it's it's just not believable that this girl no who's like the daughter of of like a successful music guy um vague whatever that means but um would would you know get to this level of prestige and influencer dumb without i don't know being interesting yeah i know and doing it should some be crazy like, shit <laughs> the, julian julian's dad what went to little st james <laughs> like i feel like he did <laughs> there's just there's nothing like that like almost like really like cd rich stuff <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. They, they don't have to talk about Jeffrey Epstein, but I feel like they should make like a funny joke about it. <laughs> um, I was going to ask, do you know anybody at your high school? Obviously, we were not Zoomers, and so like it's a different dynamic with social media. But do, can you think of any cool people at your high school who could have maybe pulled off the influencer lifestyle and commitment? Hmm. We didn't really have that level of wealth at our high school. So Mm. I feel like, no, not really. And also I feel like it was like the Arab, like I graduated high school in 2010. So I feel like it was like right before, um, an era of like influencers or anything Mm. that could be, it's hard for me to think of like a two thousands analog for influencers. Mm. I thought of one girl and she, I think I might've even said this on the pod, but she would always come into school with like her purse or Starbucks and her aviator glasses still on. Mm. (laughs) And I remember complimenting her pants at one point and she said that they were from Paris or something or or like a a European country. And so I think if anyone could have pulled it off, it would have been her. You bet she watched Gossip Girl and she like Blair. Um, There was this girl I knew... um, who was who modeled a little bit and I think of her because she just had pictures already with like products in them and she was like truly one of the meanest people that I've ever (laughs) met and so I also think that would have served her well just like hottest and meanest people that I've ever met and like she still she still like looks like an an incredible like just model-esque human being um and I think of her and I wonder if she is an influencer now my other question was whether you uh, know or friend any of your teachers on social media (laughs) so I think that I was friends on Facebook back when I used Facebook with like a couple of my high school teachers after we graduated that was like the the rule um but more recently a few of my high school teachers have followed me on Twitter Mm. and (gasps) I like I followed my my like 10th grade English teacher back because I really liked her but um there are, there are people who I, like, won't follow. Like, why would I? I don't know. If you want to follow me, you're welcome to. But, like, I'm not going to follow you back. <laughs> They're, like, yeah. doing the Tavi treatment to your Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> James. I, I don't remember having much engagement with teachers online. Um, but I did have a recent experience. So I don't really have Facebook. I, I <gasps> What's it called when you – it's not, like, completely gone, but it's not up and live. But mm-hmm. I actually went on recently to just – a shill for the podcast and I changed my profile <laughs> picture and a teacher that I I guess I was friends with he posted under my picture you're not in seventh grade anymore and he, and he did not mean it in a sexual way like I like I know that he didn't but it, it just was like oh boy I feel like I had I had a few like I had a couple like wholesome teacher interactions online where like I legitimately really liked them when I was in high school and like they you know were just like happy to see people thriving, but I have a couple weird interactions. One is that um, one short like SAT prep class I took like the like sort of main like organizer or manager of that class like friended everyone who like like did really well and went through it and he'll still like like my photos which I don't like and then um I do have a teacher that was like really mean to me and my friends in middle school because we wouldn't listen to her she was an English teacher who will like openly comment on my stuff now and I'm like I I wonder what that impulse is to like kind of like haze us and then 
<laughs> and then be like, you're like this because I made you like this. <laughs> there was a teacher at our high school who was like the dress code Nazi who would like take mm-hmm. it upon herself to like really enforce the kind of not really enforced dress yeah. code rules and would stand in like her classroom was in like the main hallway artery of the building and so everyone would have to walk through that hallway to get to a class and I just you would like dread being called out by her and I always was for like my skirt was too short or whatever and it was like never anything that was like it's just like that's how bodies look and it's, it, I wasn't like dressed inappropriately but um it I she has recently like become Facebook friends with like a lot of people from high school and I just yeah. have no I have no interest in being friends with the cop I'm sorry oh, so yeah, no exactly. I will not will not be your friend it's very yeah. interesting to me. I wonder if it's also just a generational difference of like under understanding how Facebook works. Yeah. Like, just like Issa, especially the person who randomly likes your stuff still. I'm like, because I there are people who are older who will, who still like, like everything. my stuff and comment. And I'm like, I don't know you at all. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. It's a different understanding of the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the section before we move on? Is this the section with like the most the cringe lines about like the alumni? Is it this first section where she's like, really great people have graduated from oh. here? Colson mm-hmm. Whitehead, Nate Archibald, <laughs> Dan Humphrey, who's a novelist now. Oh my god, right? <sighs> I loved it. I, I thought that <laughs> I thought that made me feel awful, and and th- this is also the like. We want them to leave as Barack Obamas and not Brett Kavanaugh. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Those are your two choices, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Which one are you guys? <laughs> okay, we should move on. Okay. Julian and Zoya meet in the bathroom, and it's revealed that they've been chatting online for a long time and even have matching tattoos. In front of the rich friend group, Julian compliments Zoya's shoes, a gift she gave her, as part of her plan to integrate Zoya into the group. The other rich kids are not impressed, but Obi and Zoya bond over wanting to help the less privileged. At home, Zoya tells her dad she didn't talk to Julian at school and then gets his permission to go out with a new friend. Kate's Gossip Girl tweet has gone unnoticed, so the teachers meet up. They make the switch to Instagram, and after learning how Zoya actually got her scholarship, determine the first big gossip drop. I can't emphasize enough how creepy and weird it is to be a group of teachers like posting about <laughs> your one of your students' scholarships on an anonymous Instagram page. I just, it's like so unbelievable. It's so, it's so hard to believe. I was just going to say, they don't go through, like, any moral dilemma of, like, should no. we, like, hurt this person by, like, revealing the scholarship stuff. They also seem to view their students as, like, a monolith, where Zoya is, like, the same to them as Julian. And it's, like, I think that you you probably have your reasons for resenting Julian, but, like, you don't know Zoya. What are you yeah, doing? She's new. Yeah. Jane, all the teachers I say? know, all the teachers I know that are around our age are good people (laughs) like really like really good people like much better people than I am for example and so they this would just not this is so Mm -hmm. far from I know everyone I know that's like about like 29 and a teacher is just like really into unions and so like yeah this is not this is like not their concern um I guess this is I I feel like where something good I'll say about the episode is that I did feel like they had cool visuals. Like I, I like the scene mm-hmm. where they're first in the bathroom stall and the one girl like vapes and looks up. 
And when I found out it was that cool music video director who directed the episode, I was like, that sort of like fits into what I think of when I think of a Drake music video. Yeah. So like, and, and as they're like how they're circling the friend group on like the Met steps, like that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, should we like talk about aesthetics of all the characters? Yeah. I mean, that's probably the best part is that everyone's beautiful and fun to look at. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. One thing that bothers me, I guess, aesthetic wise is they definitely have the like diversity quota box thing. And they're sort of a post-racial vibe where even though they're super, even though they're Elaborate. super like, they, they, they talk about privilege, but but they don't talk about race. And I, I don't know, it just bothers me to sort of be like, we're going to make a bunch of characters brown and that's all we're going to do. Yeah. That's sort yeah. of the vibe I got from it. And what also like not talk think? about how that's not really, that's like not really what would just automatically happen at like an Upper West Side private school no. just because yeah. it's 2021. Um, I I do think they're just like very beautiful, like Zoomer aesthetic people. Like it it, mm-hmm. it is just fun to look at. And I, I like the re- I like the reinvention of Chuck Bass as like Zanny popping, mm-hmm. like um so, sort of like pansexual guy. Like I think that's like a good translation over from like just kind of ugly rapist. <laughs> I don't think he's attractive anymore. Yeah, I feel like the the Chuck Bass analog in the reboot is like probably what people wanted him to be like in the original. Like yeah. I think that there was always a lot of like not like queer baiting, but like he he definitely had like queer vibes in the original yeah, Gossip Girl yeah. that that went like entirely unexamined by the writers. Um totally. but were made clear through him wearing like velvet blazers and you know, like yeah. I, <laughs> um but yeah, I, I was going to say the aesthetics of the characters in this show remind me a lot of HBO's industry. If you guys have seen that, it's like the the eye banking, um, Lena Dunham directed oh. uh, show I've heard that about came it, out but last year. Seen it yet. It's like Succession if it were about like Zoomer eye banker interns. It's, oh, it's I didn't know good. it was like Zoomers. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's very good. But I, the other thing I wanted to point out, and I think I think this like happened pretty early on in the episode, is they're like. I forget what the context is, but one character is like naming famous uh, like works, like like film and TV mm-hmm. shows, and they're like listing them off, and they they like mention Succession in that list, and it's like yes. okay HBO, <laughs> come yeah, on, yes, yes. I thought that was funny. They do mm-hmm. they do that a little bit. They, I mean, I know the original Gossip Girl did sort of like slip in references like that, but I. There's just something about the way that like Leighton Meester could deliver those lines that made it more clear that she was sort of like making fun of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's not they a lot just of camp. Replicate that. Yeah. There's not a lot of camp in this show. It's pretty earnest. Uh, I also will say, acting wise, it's pretty uneven. I feel like the teachers are not are worse than the teens. Toppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like Aki, who is gorgeous he's not giving yeah. me anything i'm gonna mm-hmm. say he's, that. so he's not an actor he literally was oh cast really because, so he's a this is like a new thing too of like some zoomer celebs having like skateboarder as their profession <laughs> <laughs> which i don't understand completely like i'm happy for them but like when i go to wikipedia and it's like model activist and skateboarder like i don't know what that means <laughs> Um, but that's that's what he is, and he um, was like spotted, and they just create. They almost like 
designed the character to be his just like vibe, which makes me think they just wanted his aesthetic in there. So he's beautiful. Like he's he's my favorite like guy in it, just aesthetically. Mm-hmm. But he's not an actor. <laughs> yeah, I think Max, he just hangs out. Max is the character who's who is doing it best. Like I feel like mm-hmm. Max is is what I want, but unfortunately he he's not enough to carry the show. But yeah, his he's a great actor. And his storylines are exactly what I'm here for. Although I will yeah. say Elite did it better first. Um. Yeah, that's what I was looking to. I do. Yeah, I do. There's a lot of like, I just like look at it. Like like I look at Instagram, I just like look at the people in the show and want like some of their outfits or like I, 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 um, I'm growing my hair back, Maya, from like a shorter haircut and I want Zoya's hair and I like miss having long hair because of that. But she also just like absolutely does the center part the whole time and like I'm like that's what I wouldn't be able to do (laughs) um and then this is the this is also the the section that has the line feature your finstas surface your subtweets and crack your caches what does that mean Cachet it's is another like a one computer those, term. I don't yeah, know. it's yeah. another one of those lines that like I feel like was written by someone who doesn't understand how people use the internet in 2021. Yeah. Um, it just feels a bit like overwrought, I would say. Everything's very blatant, which is something I've complained a lot with a lot of the shows we've watched. And so I don't like to repeat myself, but there's a lot of telling, not showing, even with Max at first. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first scene, I was a little disappointed because he was just like, I'm going to take a Zanny then. I'm going to take a whatever yeah. this. Yeah. And I was like, why don't I just see you do the drugs? Like, just do the drugs, dude. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, that's, what you would, that's what you would tell him in real life, too, Jane. I would say, young <laughs> man. Like, okay. Young man, do some drugs. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of the issues I have with the show are the same issues I have with a lot of the new stuff that comes out, which is just um, bad. <laughs> Should we move on? Uh, yeah, let's move on. Okay. Zoya meets up with a rich crew at a fancy bar. Max is busy making out with random people, but pauses to hit on world-weary Audrey. Audrey resists, but then gets her boyfriend Aki to go down on her while she stares at Max from afar. Gossip Girl drops the big post, revealing that Julian gave Zoya an advantage in getting her scholarship. The rich friends are pissed to learn that Julian had been lying to them about her sister, and Zoya is upset that she didn't win the scholarship fairly. She and Obi leave together in the pouring rain and seek shelter in Obi's apartment. To keep the floor dry, they have to get undressed in the foyer. No peeking. And some teacher takes a picture of them through the window. Obi talks about how Julian has changed and that she controls him. The thing I don't understand about Obi and Julian's relationship is how did it survive for so long when they're so fundamentally different and he's clearly not like her at all in terms of how he, like, she lives her life online and he really doesn't do that. And he like portends to care about like social causes. And she seems very uninterested in doing that. Yeah. Totally. She, he truly like, doesn't seem to like enjoy her and also <laughs> just immediately goes to like talking very earnestly about why the relationship no longer works to like yeah. someone he's just met. <laughs> I was like, wow, he really like, why is he still with her and telling this person all this without hesitation? He just seems quick to be attracted to Zoya too quick. Yeah. And also, mm. I mean, it's weird that he dates his ex-girlfriend. Sister. Yeah. Sister. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> and she's totally 14. glossed over and she's 14. Yeah. I do. I do think it's funny that like he keeps trying to be like, 
she wasn't always like this. Like, she used to be, like, so great. And they can't, the writers couldn't even really, like, articulate, like, why. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of, like, she, uh, Zoya also sort of says that, but she's just like, yeah, the person I knew on those phone calls. And I was like, yeah, what about her? <laughs> it seems like, like, uh, Julian has been the same person the entire time, so I don't really understand what their complaints are about. Like, I feel yeah. like it's right. what you see is what you get. So I don't really... I don't buy that like she was a different person before and just you know I I really liked that person I don't I don't get that should we talk about oh go ahead I I like Audrey oh I do too something about her really first of all she does have CGM Chloe Grace Moretz vibes to me um (laughs) but also there's something just very tired about her like she yes, seems like she's yes. lived a hundred lives <laughs> yes and like she seems very jaded um she's also gorgeous uh mm-hmm. I think and it's she the does Carrie Mulligan Blair vibes yeah mm. yeah oh you said I, Blair vibes like yeah, yeah. she she feels a bit like Blair in the sense that she's this um she's struggling and like she's not the star I just like her yeah I, I really like her, like her too I also think her mom plotline makes me more sympathetic to her. Mm. Um, like, I think that you, her character really develops um, with like, there's more of like a, you see more of a parent dynamic emerge mm. in like episode two and beyond that. So yeah. I feel fact, like she, she is one of the youngest actors. She is 18 or 19. Oh, wow. This year. Um, there's only one other teen actor in this. Can you guys like pinpoint who it is? Ooh. Who's actually below 20. Is it oh, Zoya? Yeah, Zoya. It's Zoya. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're the two that are youngest, um, which I think is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anyone who's like um, really old? Like, is there anyone who's like so, Tavi's age? So the funny thing is, Tavi is like twenty five or twenty six, and Julian, the actor, is twenty seven, which I think is oh funny. wow, because like, Tavi. <laughs> it it also makes the bullying of Tavi funnier to me. <laughs> <laughs> that like that she's just like a 25 year old girl <laughs> i think julian the actress is is fine i would say tavi is again the she should be recast or she's she's the poor casting decision <sighs> yeah i wrote down she she says at one point like these posts are like a lost edith wharton novel and i wrote like what a line from like the most unappealing person on the show. Like, <laughs> uh, I feel bad, but like it's not her fault. It's not her fault. <laughs> no, I feel like a lot of her dialogue is like that though, where it's things where you're just like, why? Why are you saying this? Yes. <laughs> it's very interesting. Maya, would you like to comment on this hangout spot as the Brooklyn expert of the oh, group? Oh God, yeah, <laughs> the Dumbo House. I, I'm pretty sure that like Dumbo House exists and it's like Soho House but in Brooklyn and it's like a place where people co-work it's not a place where like teens hang out um it I wonder very cynically I wonder if perhaps um HBO got some sort of like tax incentive to film all of the show in Dumbo because it does seem like a lot of scenes so far have been filmed there there. (laughs) yeah and also that's like like other shows do that to like billions films in Dumbo um I wonder if, if I wonder if that's like a thing. I don't know, but um, yeah. yeah like, I, why I, are these Upper West Side kids just zipping over to Dumbo? It, it makes it's not <laughs> conveniently located. It's not a cool. It's not even like a top five neighborhood in Brooklyn that Zoomers would hang out in. Um, yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's just a nonsensical. It's it reminds me, and I wondered if maybe it was a throwback to the fact that the Humphrey Loft was 
in Dumbo, yes. even though in the show they said it was in Williamsburg, but anybody who can recognize the Manhattan Bridge um, knows that that's not Williamsburg. Um, yes, so yes. I wondered if perhaps like that was like a, I feel like they, I, I do also feel like they tried to do a lot of like throwbacks or like tie-ins to the original Gossip Girl. So I guess I wondered if like perhaps that was one of them. Maybe Dan Humphrey will show up. I did read something that was like, we're having all of the rich kids hang out in the neighborhood where the poorest kid lived from the previous series. So gentrification, basically. Oh, I guess okay. they're trying oh. to trying to tackle that. It's Dumbo. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> um, I also went and Googled all the like restaurants that were name dropped mm-hmm. in this section oh. of the episode because they're all like Upper West Side and Upper East Side places. And they're not like really convenient for somebody who's going to high school on the Upper West Side to to ex- to experience so I don't I didn't really understand it but it's like they just looked up a food blog and like took the list up but um but I have like walked so for work I sometimes walk to the Upper West Side and I have like seen the the private school teens there I just don't understand if like hanging out outside on the steps is like a thing at all cuz probably I, because people are self-conscious about it I have a question so I know that they use the Met as the the school. The Met steps. Does the Met exist in this universe? <laughs> <laughs> or do they just go to school in the Met? Like, I just want to understand, uh. like, what, like, th- this museum is just missing. Like, but the pandemic does exist, but the Met yes, doesn't. Yes, pand- <laughs> pandemic exists. Oh, that was my other question. They talk about Ak and Audrey spending all quarantine together quote unquote i'm like you're supposed to be like 17 like what yeah <laughs> does Ak- mm. does aki have parents in the we haven't episodes? seen his parents yet yeah he we don't be know an itinerant skateboarder <sighs> did we okay so this is the first show i've watched in which they pandemic is canon and i don't know what do you think about it for me it it sort of didn't not work but it more wasn't necessary like it would have been fine for me if they just pretended it didn't exist I don't think any of it felt forced or bad but I also yeah like you said I don't think there was a compelling reason to include it because it doesn't affect the storyline actually like they're not worried about yeah that it still I mean it still exists uh, like like it's not over it's almost like in this universe, pandemic happened and is over, which of course many over. of us are are living in that universe uh, emotionally. But um, yeah, there I are no like, it. and there are no 2021 specific events that make it that they have to be 2021. Why couldn't they just say that this happened in 2019, for example? Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that it'll only get a little more absurd if like pandemic things go bad, because then gossip girl reboot will be in an alternate universe <laughs> yeah it, it definitely is or if they're like i'm gonna travel to any other country like i, I don't know which i'm sure yeah. they have yeah. to do or their parents do yeah mm-hmm. i don't know they at that <sighs> point they might just have to like pretend it's gone and it's like a fantasy world where it doesn't exist but i do think it's funny when he's like somebody's like that's what your face looks like without a mask yeah as if they weren't hanging out without masks like as if they (laughs) truly never took their mask off for a single second 
slash also, like, looked they at each other know... on the computer. Yeah, or you'd never met prior to last year. Like you, <laughs> yeah. you went to school with these people since you were like a kid, right? Audrey says Audrey says that they were friends since they were babies, which yep. is also a funny sentence in her like little <laughs> yeah. Carrie Mulligan voice. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that that wouldn't make sense. Should we should we move on to the last blurb? Yeah. Okay. Gossip Girl posts the underwear window picture. At first, Julian isn't fooled and tells Zoya they should let it blow over, but then learns her classmates believe the gossip. Although Julian makes a plan of attack with Zoya, her henchwomen warn that she's losing followers and encourage her to take Zoya down fully. At Julian's fashion show, the henchwomen steal Zoya's phone and use it to share a dick pic with everyone in the audience. After being removed by security, Zoya confronts Julian, saying she won't play her power-hungry game, they leave as rivals, and immediately afterwards, Obi breaks up with Julian. At school, Zoya tells Obi she will go with him to his social justice meeting. When Julian compliments Kate, <laughs> she thinks that the Gossip Girl plan is working. Aki, Audrey, and Max are all horny for each other. <laughs> Sorry, I needed to include that somehow, so I just threw it, threw <laughs> no, it in at the end. I this there is so many things to talk about here. The the sexually assaulting an entire audience full of people at a fashion show by airdropping <laughs> a dick pic to them. Um I think like the the Julian Zoya relationship, I feel like they tried to condense a lot into one episode and it feels so forced and like inorganic um to have the sister relationship be like we're going to be best friends. Actually, we're enemies. Actually, I'm dating your ex-boyfriend now. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it feels, it feels like we were like trying to run a marathon in this episode. And I don't really know why. Totally. I didn't, I, I didn't understand the, the plot to, to make her share the dick pic. Me like, either. I, and then I she didn't understand like, it. Until it I didn't happened. understand what was going to happen. And then I didn't understand what Zoya wanted Julian to do about it. If she was like on the catwalk currently. Like, yeah, that is I, this, to me. this to me, like the plot with the two henchwomen felt the most like old gossip girl to mm-hmm. me where it was like scheming really mean for no reason. Um, and I kind of like that. I'll I'll say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I they just should have spent more time like fleshing out what they were going to do. Yeah, it was really unclear. And the way that it was presented to you where max like goes into the bathroom with the phone i didn't really know what was going on yeah um yeah jane i feel like they were trying to recreate sort of a blair serena relationship and i totally agree that they didn't have to do it so quickly like Mm. in the original gossip girl they do it in a Honestly, the pilot is so great because Serena yes. comes to town and like immediately everything's changed and you can just like feel it. So they're not going to be as good as that. But I, I feel like they could have taken their time and had some conflicts with um, kind of trying to get Zoya into the group first. And then they could have thrown down later in the season. Yeah, I feel like the best thing about the Blair Serena relationship is that it unfolds episode by episode and there's like new things that you learn yeah every season even um like serena killing a guy um so you know their time like, in a hot tub together that was yeah. always very important to me that rocks but yeah also again the teachers don't have any qualms about sharing the stripping photo which i think is really unethical and they should all be fired 
I mean, I can't believe that a teacher was like, hell yeah, I'm going to stand outside this window where my two students are inexplicably undressing and <laughs> take a picture and not feel any kind of weirdness about so it. So weird. Yeah. Does and the it's, not, end it's not with, strategic. Does the season end with him going to jail for child pornography? Like, <laughs> that would be fine with me. I, I was thinking like this this teacher thing doesn't feel sustainable to me, although mm. I, I did watch three yeah. episodes of it. Um, and I would love for them to quit and like they should just have the teachers stop and have someone else take over for Gossip Girl. This <laughs> I, isn't working. I really feel it's like instead working. of becoming instead of becoming Gossip Girl, the teachers could have just formed a union and yeah. <laughs> then they wouldn't have to worry about getting fired because a student doesn't like them. I know. I'm I'm actually really worried that they'll try to do like a union ish plot and then like <laughs> it'll be so annoying. So oh, I'm yeah. really like I don't really cringing. want that. We'll all be anti-union by the end of Gossip Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Gossip Girl reboot is the only piece of uh, fictionalized uh, content that could turn me into an anti-union um, <laughs> gab. Yeah. And uh, and they should have just like waited. If they were going to use that photo, they should have waited. Like Gossip Girl would have waited until it was like the fires are like really stoked and like, you know, it's the last thing to push them over. Because like, the first like honestly that picture doesn't do anything in this episode julian's just mm-hmm. like oh it's not real i know like <laughs> right it, like, it doesn't it's it, there's like too many things happening like there were too many yeah. gossip girl posts in the first episode too many uh it, it just it felt like too much i felt like there should have been more like character development happening in the first episode um in like a showing not telling way and i feel like we didn't really get a lot of that but would have been really helpful to have for the main characters um yeah I do think it's really funny in the end where, like, because Julian is sad, she, like, compliments the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Like, that's not how it works. That is cuckoo. That's, that truly, like, makes absolutely no sense. Laugh. And the problem is but... that's the basis of the show. And so this, like, yeah. very, very fundamental aspect of the show does not work in any way. And then, to be honest, the Zoya Julia th- Julian thing doesn't work for me. The Obi yeah. thing only sort of works for me. The only thing that like I truly care about is the Aki Audrey Max oh, same. love triangle. Same. And at first I was like, is this is this they want to be polyamorous? Like they they all want to be together, but it's turning into something sort of more uh unclear, I guess, or Yeah. It's a bit devious, I would say. Yeah. I think that actually the the further that you that you watch um and see that kind of like develop the more that feels like original Gossip Girl to me, like from the mm. books, like that feels that feels like a possibly like a good resonant, <laughs> like interesting thing happening on the show yeah. where everything else feels very uh, sterilized in some ways. For like and for a show that's supposed to be like Zoomer and woke and like pushing like 2021, like the whole like, oh, now he's dating the sister. Like that seems really lame. <laughs> it it just feels after... unacknowledged. Like no one talks about how weird it is on the show <laughs> it's weird we should say it's yeah, weird i don't think i know anyone who like dated someone's younger sibling that way except for in the kissing booth chain oh <laughs> or a older great, sibling a great in that case. model my um, question was my question was have you and a partner ever felt attracted to the same person <laughs> in the pilot in the pilot it's just them looking right like mostly just them like giving each other looks in the pilot. rihanna <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the only example I can think of right now. And nothing is ever going to come of it, unfortunately. <laughs> That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, Henry Cavill, probably. <laughs> in, his lar- in his largest phase possible. Oh, my God. <laughs> No answers, Maya. I don't think so. I can't think okay. of any. <laughs> That's okay. Poppy Zanning or, or Poppy Zanning, Zanny Poppy. <laughs> Poppy Zanny. That's like a that could be a new uh, Billy uh, Billy Eilish song. Yeah, it's um, a little funky with it. I also I also don't know if like ju- the jewel or what do they call Zoya? They have like a name for her. Z something. Little Z. Z. Little Z. It's very I don't like know Jenny that Humphrey. Was supposed to be like dra- uh, drug reference as well. Oh, I don't know. There's don't know. another big issue uh, that party I think drugs, is, guys. <laughs> another big issue that comes up in the next episodes is that there's a suggestion that Zoya isn't attractive. Like people call her ugly. It's unbelievable. She's insane. So gorgeous. I mean, she's so gorgeous. It's stupid. And so it is. It's funny. I mean, I think the point is like. She doesn't dress the way she's supposed to, which is also stupid. But she dress she dresses more like a normal zoomer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it feels very. There's like a suggestion in episode two or three made by like a tabloid that she's like a cross dresser, and it's like, wait, I thought first of all I thought we were doing woke up gossip girl, and then yeah. two, um, no, she's beautiful. <laughs> like, what are and you the talking about? The fashion world would like love that shit. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, my only other oh. my only other observation is that Obi I did look up like so apparently the actor his understanding of Obi is that like Obi like thinks he's doing good things and is just like being dumb like he's not actually like doing oh anything. of and, course like, not. so the actor yeah. knows that the actor at least knows that I don't know if the show like really knows that yeah I didn't get that and I would like that more like I would I think I could get behind that a little bit more than yeah. what I got, which was like, oh, this guy. Maybe because I just know so many people who are doing that kind of thing, and like it, it seemed pretty right on. Like I'm going to go to this meeting. I was like, yeah, that's what they yeah. do. He, they go to feels, meetings. He feels like the per- the personification of an Instagram infographic telling you about like yes. Palestine uh, or something. Hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> get your Ben and Jerry's, people. <laughs> Okay, Jane, should we wrap up? Yeah. So I'm going to ask three questions, and Maya, you can go first. The first question is, is this pilot good or bad? I think it's so bad it's good. Mm. <laughs> Jane? Uh, I'm not sure if I'm. it's just bad or it's so get, bad it's good. I think I might just go, it's bad. I think it's... A bad pilot, but it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my answer. Because, because, and that makes sense, given like who's working on it. The second question, Maya, is did you enjoy this pilot? Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, my roommate had already seen it. And so I was like watching it and giving like live commentary to her in another room while I was watching it. And I just kept like exclaiming about everything I hated in the episode. So it wasn't like a pleasant experience watching the pilot. <laughs> no, <laughs> for, e- for me or my roommate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. I didn't enjoy it. However, we've been watching some actually good movies recently, like Dazed and Confused. And I have to say, 
this shiny trash is what I want to be watching. Like, this is just way more my thing. So even though this is bad <laughs> and I didn't enjoy it, I still liked it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think just based on aesthetics alone, I was entertained enough. And so, like, because of that, just, like, seeing every new character I really liked. And it was sort of the the back half of the episode where then I'm just like, oh, no, now they actually have to, like, write them to do stuff <laughs> that I was like, oh, I was not having fun. But I, I, based on sort of, like, what people had said about it, I think I liked it more than I thought I would. But I don't think I liked it anywhere as much as I liked. I remember watching the original Gossip Girl pilot and just being like, this is going to be my obsession for like a long time. <laughs> um, and that's fine. Um, yeah, I guess uh, I guess for all of us, because this is still coming out and the season is not over. The question is, will you watch to the end of the season? Oh, absolutely. I... <laughs> I was already like, I didn't seen... like it at all. Like it was awful experience. Yeah, I'll watch. I'm gonna keep watching it. It's it's like yeah. I I feel like I'm probably watching it for the wrong reasons. Like I I am feel like I'm hate watching it a little bit. Um, but I also can't stop. Like I I've seen episodes yeah. two and three, and I saw them both like the day they came out. Oh. Um, so I anticipate <laughs> the rest of the series will or the rest of the season rather will be the same for me. Oh, I'm unsure because at first I was like, I'm not going to watch more. And then I watched episode two and then I was like, well, episode three isn't out yet. Like, I don't need to watch it. And then I watched it. And like now hearing you say you're going to watch it. I'm like, maybe I should. <laughs> so remains to be seen. But I, I, I do think the plot gets better as you go. Like episode three, I thought was very interesting and also created like new drama that didn't exist before. So I um, also wanted to say that like HBO takes advantage of its HBO-ness in episode two and three. Like there's more mm. nudity and stuff, which like there should be oh, yeah. <laughs> in my mind. Interesting. I was going to say before recording this episode, I was a maybe and now I think I'm a yes. And something that I just thought of when you said hate watching Maya is that I watched all of Emily in Paris and I <laughs> really didn't like it. And I think I enjoyed this first episode more than I enjoyed Emily in Paris. And so I feel like I should watch it. Something I'm sort of not looking forward to is that the original Gossip Girl had so many episodes and this is a mini series essentially. Like there's going to be very few episodes of this season. How and many? So, uh why? Less than 20. Oh, okay. That's just like how they make shows now. I don't know why like there's no long shows anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not allowed anymore. That's why I'm enjoying so much of like older shows that take a long time. But um, but so like that is something that I like don't. There's only six. I think. What? Yeah. So that like that makes me mad that like they're not gonna like wrap things up. They're not gonna be able to like wrap things up nicely in like six episodes. I don't understand that. But they're it's or sort of like a half anything. season, and then they're gonna do another half season. Sort of. Oh. Okay. Um, well, now I have to watch it. Obviously, if there's only three more episodes. <laughs> um Maya what are you watching these days that's not this um that's a good question a lot of my time is devoted to Bravo reality tv because I don't really have the bandwidth for anything less superficial than that yes, so yes. um every Real Housewives franchise for the most part um 
I'm I'm really not liking New York this season, but I mm. nevertheless I persist. Um, <laughs> and, uh, what else? Um, I always I always ask Real Housewives fans if someone were to watch Real Housewives for the first time, which location would you recommend? Beverly Hills. Oh wow, very yeah, very much. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. But I've I've also been watching uh, Bosch with my boyfriend on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just like a great show about an LAPD homicide cop who yeah. loves jazz. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Jane? Uh, still kind of new girling it out when I just want to actually look at my phone. I have TV on. And then last night we watched No Sudden Move, which is a new heisty crime movie which was really good, but I did have some trouble following it because I'm a big, stupid idiot. However, <laughs> I do think that movies that when you look them up, there's an article that's like, the ending explained. Like, that's the yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. that's like my favorite movie. So um, it was really good. Can you say that? But like, you like Tenet more than I did, I think. Again, I had to watch a video where... A, a lovely gay man with charts explained to me what happened. With charts. Um, I'm still watching Friday Night Lights. All right. Just I I love it. And actually, talking to people in Nate's family who like watched it when it was out has been nice too. Who are like a little older, like on the older end of millennial, has been really nice too, because they have like a lot of memories of watching it. Um, and then I just watched the pilot uh, for White Lotus, and mm. it's just like, you know, anyone who like likes Succession, I feel like would like it. The girl from Euphoria who's in it, I think, is like a star, and I think she's so good, and she, she like, Euphoria and like that kind of person encapsulates Zoomer's stuff in like a very scary way that I don't think Gossip Girl should be scared. You should be scared. If you're a teen <laughs> watching Gossip Girl, you should be like a little scared that if you were in that situation, you would be fucking dead like, like i'm sorry like that's that's what it should be like you'd be scared that serena's gonna murder you <laughs> like you should be legitimately scared of blair um but thank you so much maya for discussing this with us i we wouldn't have asked anyone else like we will all i guess continue on the journey and hopefully there will not be a cobble hill tv series to accompany this I hope and pray. Did not, (laughs) did not deliver. It was like I when I was reading it, I was like, "Did her editor hate her?" (laughs) (laughs) Was there an editor prank? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, nothing in particular. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at m e kosoff k o s o f f. Jane, would you like to mention the next episode topic? <laughs> I'm so excited because it's Nick and Nora's infinite playlist. We're going to New Jersey, baby. Woo! <laughs> very Woo! Jane, a very Jane movie, I would say. Um, I'm really excited because it was one of the first like movies I watched where I could pretend that I was like an indie kid. And now I feel like I just like know more about New York City. And so it's different. Um, also, uh, what's his name? Michael Sarah. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> You're like, I'm no, it, so cool now. It's just like, I'm I mean, like I so watched the movie. Cool. It's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was under the bleachers, our podcast about teen content. 
We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review. And please share us with a Gossip Girl loving friend. And with a Gossip Girl loving teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under, Under the, the bleachers. bleachers. <laughs>